On this episode, we're going to be talking about creating the perfect blog post for your business. Episode 31 of Wise Agents Agent Marketer Podcast. I am your host, Jason Frazier. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about creating the perfect blog post for your business. But before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to a couple of my sponsors here. Uh, first is Neil Mathweg. He runs an awesome six-week boot camp for agents. You can check it out at neilmathwegcoaching.com. Second is my number one flash briefing provider, Sound Up. If you want to get the best in the business, if you want to do flash briefings, you need to check out Sound Up and you could get a special offer you cannot get anywhere else by going uh, to agentmarketerpodcast.com forward slash sound up and uh, it's password protected. So uh, type in the password, one word, industry 19. That is industry 19 and you will get an exclusive discount on your monthly membership to sound up. And again, if you're going to be doing flash briefings, these are the people to be uh, hosting your flash briefing. Uh, and last is Audible. Uh, Audible is a proud sponsor of the Agent Marketer Podcast. If you would like to get a free book, and there are a ton of them that I would highly recommend on the marketing space, one being... Um, Disruptive Marketing is a, is, is a great book. Uh, check it out at agentmarketerpodcast.com forward slash free book and you'll get a 30-day trial of Audible plus a free book whether you stay with Audible or, or not. So check that out. So blogging, blog posts, it's something that comes up quite a bit. I was just at an, an event this week in Irvine for AIM, which is the association association of independent mortgage experts. And uh, I had a, a good time um, hanging out with a lot of mortgage brokers at the UWM Mixer. And uh, I talked with one broker about uh, not only podcasting, flash briefing, but about blogging. Um, he's doing a lot of uh, PPC, a lot of advertising, Facebook, Google, um, but he's missing the boat when it comes to how powerful powerful a blog post could be for your business. So what I want to do is give you the tips and tricks to creating a perfect blog post. Now, um, I did a podcast a while back about creating, um, you know, the easy way to creating uh, content and talking about curation. And this is kind of a, a difference to that, but also I want to give you some tips and trips, uh, tricks and best practices so that you can maximize the most important part of creating a, a blog and that's time on page. You don't want people just to be on there for a few seconds. You want to, you want Google to know that people, when they, when they click to your blog, when you drive traffic to your blog, that they're staying there, that they're reading the content, consuming the content, uh, because that is going to help you stay on, well, it's going to help you get on the first page of Google, but it's also going to help you stay there as long as you keep that content relevant. So whether you're in mortgage or real estate or title or whatever you are doing in this industry, the best, the best content you could write about are first time home buyers. It's something that is always number one in Google searches. It's always number one, uh, people searching on YouTube and stuff like that. So I'm actually going to get into an example of a blog post you could write and how you actually do that. And the best thing that you could do for blogs are creating lists. That's right, lists. So, um, and I'm sure you guys have seen these blog posts, um, like, you know, top five tips for doing this, top 10 tips for doing that, 
the best tips for this, best tips for that. Um, now, the cool thing is that, it, and this is this specific blog type that I'm talking about for lists is called a, a content aggregator. And that means you could go out to a lot of different sources. Now, obviously, you don't want to grab a content from your competitors, but there's a lot of places out there that educate that have nothing to do with driving traffic to a specific agent, brokerage, different mortgage lender, whatever it is, um, but it's just educational. And you can consolidate all of these and aggregate all the content that's already been done into your own list. But that's not what I'm talking about today. You could do that. What I'm talking about is if you're an agent, go out and find a lender. If you're a lender, go out and find an agent and collaborate. And that's one thing that does not happen um, enough in our industry is collaboration between uh, the, the two biggest pieces of, of the transaction, which is obviously finding the house and then getting the financing for it. But there is so much information you guys have for first time home buyers that you need to capitalize on it. It's something that they search and you cannot go wrong with this content. That's why I'm calling it the perfect blog, po uh, blog post. You cannot go uh, wrong doing it. And in fact, if you go to BuzzSumo and search for first time home buyer, you're going to see articles that I'm going to reference um, pop up in regards to first time home buyer tips. And so that is just one thing that you could do. Now, pro tip when doing blogs these days is do, uh, is, is, is uh, capitalize on three words, best, top, and avoid, right? So basically like the top five things to avoid when buying a house for the first time, the best things to do, um, when uh, the best tips for first time home buyers, the top tips for first time home buyers, and then give a number, the top 10 tips for first time home buyers, the best 10 tips for first time home buyers. And then within that blog, somewhere within there, you want to talk about avoiding something, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, mistakes to avoid, you know, uh, processes to just whatever it is, talk about things to avoid and talk about best and top. And that will actually drive a ton of traffic. It, the, those, those words and headlines are very clickable. And then I'm gonna take it one step further for headline. If you guys can include an infographic and put that in the headline, that will increase clickability by at least 35%. People love infographics. They know it's gonna be visual when someone knows what time they could be expected to spend on a piece of content the more, the more they click on it, the more they share it, the, the more time on page. Again, all these things that we talk about. So let's start off at the beginning. Let's stop with, uh, you know, uh, best and top. So between an agent, if you know, if you're listening to this and you're an agent or a lender, get together and come up with your top 10 tips, right? Or top 15 or top 20, whatever you think is the most. And I'm going to give you some examples of it. Like for example, mortgage down payment tips, right? Like what would be your number one tip for, um, for a mortgage down payment? Like maybe it's starting, you know, start, start your a savings account um, early, start saving for that down payment early. And then what does that down payment normally look like? Is it 20% as, as what a lot of people think about, or is it three or is it 5% or do you as an agent work with a lender that has a DPA or you as a lender, do you have a DPA that you could help an agent market, right? So it, it, it may not even be 3%. Maybe there's a 2% grant. Maybe there's a 2% DPA program. There's so many different things you could do. And again, these are the things that, that, that consumers are searching for when they decide that they want to actually buy a house. So think about that tips, the best tips, use that word best, use that word top, and then give a number to it, whether it's 10, and you want to do something that's not like, you know, huge, but you don't want to do something that's like, oh, my top three tips. 
do something that's going to have a little meat to it, right? Like you've been in this industry for a while. If you don't have top 10 tips for a first time home buyer, then you need to go do something else, right? I'm just going to be blunt with you guys. Like you guys have the content, you guys know everything, use it to your advantage. This is stuff that consumers are craving that, you know, this is what they, they want. They want education. They want to learn themselves. They want easy answers. So think about that, right? So best and top. And then within that, avoid, right? So what are things that you would talk about maybe, um, you know, that you, that you would want them to avoid, right? So like first time home buyer mistakes to avoid, right? Make that a section within your blog post when you're talking about uh, tips and tricks, right? So again, it, let, let's kind of, let's, you know, I, I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you, but I want you, let's, let's kind of get a summary of it. One is use, so you don't want to use best and top, use one or the other. So use the word best in your headline or use the word top, then put a number to it, right? So I will give you the example headline. I would say top 10 tips for first time home buyers. And then if you have an infographic, put in the brackets, put infographic at the end, right? That is your killer headline for the perfect blog post. Top 10 tips for first time home buyers, brackets, infographic. Do that, try that out. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. Okay, so that's the summary of that. The second piece is putting mistakes to avoid, right? Word mistakes and the word avoid. Put that somewhere in the blog post because again, that will help with SEO because you know if you're you're doing your keywords right, you're doing your metadata right, that is something that you definitely want to throw in there. So mistakes to avoid. And I'm not, you know, one thing that, you know, um, I think you guys, if you guys, now, now if this is your first time listening to me, you know, uh, then, then you guys aren't going to be familiar with the way that I roll. But if you guys have been listening to me for, uh, you know, any period of time, you know, uh, you know that why I say these things is because I learn from other industries. I don't just stay in a bubble and stay in our, in our funnel of, of real estate and mortgage marketing. I go outside to see what every other industry is using to reach consumers because it's, What's going to help us reach consumers? And, um, you know, recently being at the Traffic and Conversion Summit, um, this is, and I wanted to do this podcast last week, but I got the flu. And so that's why there was no podcast last week. Um, but this is the stuff that, you know, as an industry, this is why it just drives me insane because the powers that be, the people that do the content have have decided to sell you a bill of goods that, um, that we're in our own little bubble and that we need to market to consumers different than every other industry. And that's absolutely wrong. I guarantee the stuff that I use to market, it works. The people that use the, you know, the stuff that we teach in the agent marketer and the co elite coaching program, this is what they use to drive traffic. This is how I've helped loan officers go from nothing to number three in a company. This is the thing that works. This is how I've helped agents generate business from nothing. This is how agents in my network that I know that have, and again, I'm not taking credit for what they do, but if they use these same tactics too to generate business from nothing, this stuff actually works, believe it or not. So learn from these other brands that are spending millions of dollars of market research, millions of dollars of, of ad spend, these major brands to reach consumers, the same consumers you want to reach, learn from what they're doing and learn from someone for me that spent the money to go to a conference, go there and get all that, get all that knowledge, learn from me, learn from people like, are, you know, that uh, are doing podcasts like this, people in the industry syndicate, like Dustin Brome and Karen Carr and Justin Conico and Chelsea, P 
Pites and, and Rick Gonzalez. Learn from all these people um, from the Industry Syndicate. Uh, and you can check their shows out at industrysyndicate.com. We're out, we're out there doing this stuff for you guys. Go out and, and take this free advice. It will actually work and will actually uh, generate leads for you. And so that's what I was talking about with this broker um, at, uh, at the mortgage, uh, the mortgage expert, uh, expert workshop this week. Um, so uh, again, mistakes and avoid learn from the big brands that use these, use these words, these keywords to drive traffic. Okay. So second pro tip is do a table of contents, right? If you're going to do a list, do a table of contents right in the beginning. It does help with what do I say? Time on page, right? And which is a huge key metric that you want. You want them to stay on your site, on your page for as long as, as possible. So put a table of contents right in the beginning and, uh, and have them look at that and then go into your list, right? So uh, those are key elements to creating a perfect uh, blog post. Now you don't. Now you want to choose a topic that's that's good, but I, that's why I chose first time home uh, buyer tips. And and I'm just going to go over a list of of a few that you can that you can use um, because first time home buyers are huge. It is an absolutely huge segment. Um, to be going after, right? Especially with, uh, you know, market and looking at uh, millennials who are, you know, by and large first time home buyers and they're, um, you know, a, a almost half the market right now that we're marketing to, right? So um, think about this, think about mortgage down payment tips, mortgage application tips, house shopping tips. Um, you know, again, we talked about, um, you know, saving early for a down payment, uh, understanding uh, payment and mortgage options, um, uh, local assist, assistant programs, uh, determining how much they could uh, afford, checking credit, comparing mortgage rates, deciding if I want to go with a direct lender or if I want to go to a mortgage broker, who's going to serve me better as a consumer, right? There's a big debate going on. Not, that's for a different podcast, but compare rate, shop around, understand that consumers should be shopping around for everything educate, add value. And I promise those consumers will remember where they found that information and they'll come back to you because you are just pushing yourself off as a thought leader because you're adding that value. So, um, Talk about a pre-approval uh, pre -pre letter, letter, understanding the difference between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval, right? House shopping tips, you know, talking about finding the right agent, the right buyer's agent, um, picking the right house, the neighborhood, sticking to a budget, making the most of open houses. Um, you know, those are the things that you guys could talk about, um, talking about researching schools and looking at safety and crime statistics and having access to the data. And where do they find that data? Right now, obviously, as an agent, you got to be careful with, you know, you can't say something's good or, or bad and, and stuff like that. But just talk about giving, hey, look at safety and crime statistics, you know, look at a map and look at where like the nearest hospital is and, and the pharmacy and grocery stores, other, you know, things like that. Um, you know, tell them, you know, explain how you could just drive through a neighborhood to understand, go there, not just during the day, go there in the morning, check out the commute, go there in the afternoon, go there in the evening, see what the neighborhood's like, really understand, um, you know, um, what to do, you know, how to make an offer on the house, things to think about when um, submitting uh, your offer for the first time. What does a bidding war entail? There's so many different things that you could go into that first time homebuyers have no idea right? Um, understanding closing costs, right? Um, not saving enough money for moving expenses, moving, like what is a mover going to be? Are they coming from out of state? The more data you guys have, the more information that you could give first time home buyers, the better. 
And this is why first time homebuyer tips, especially are such a great lead magnet for, uh, for people to go onto. It's great to throw onto LinkedIn. It's great to throw onto Instagram. It's great to throw onto Facebook on doing a video of this stuff. Oh, and that's where we're going to get into pro tip number three. Google loves when you throw a YouTube embed, a YouTube video into your blog post, right? So what you can do, right, is that, so let's, let's start off from the beginning, right? We have the best, uh, uh, the, or the top 10 tips for first-time homebuyers, um, do an infographic or do bracket and video in there to, to, to let uh, consumers know that there's going to be a video in your blog post, right? And go in there, have your table of contents, start off with the video, and all you do is just record yourself talking about this article. That's it. So if they want to watch the video, awesome. They can, right? Guess what? You could also just then, uh, uh, and I've done this before and people actually will do it. I have actually done an MP3 of that video. I've done the video, ripped out the audio, put that underneath. Like if you just want to listen to an audio version of this, click right here, click right here to download an MP3 directly to your phone. And they could do that as well. Right. And then they could read it. So you have three forms of content, something that's a high ticket item uh, with blogging. Right. So you have the video embed. And then the beauty of that is, guess what? Now that you have that YouTube video embed, you could get views on your video from there, which helps your SEO on Google. But then you have your just your normal Google SEO. Right. Because YouTube is the second biggest search engine after Google. Right. So you have that in there as well. Then you have a voice download to go along with it. There's so many different ways you could play this, but again, it all comes back to the blog post. Um, you know, one thing I talk, uh, talk about quite a bit in the agent marketer is having a blog. And if you don't have a blog, the next best thing is to use a service like medium to, to set up your blog, but it's always great if you could have your blog on your website, your website doesn't need to be a bunch of mortgage calculators. It doesn't need to be a bunch of property search. You can be very successful with your website without having any mortgage or real estate related tools, meaning you don't have to have an IDX. You don't have to have property search. You don't have to have mortgage calculators. You don't have to have everything about mortgage on your website. You need to have the content that people actually care about right? So have those things. That's great. But you could get away with using a Squarespace site. You could get away with using a Wix, uh, just a general WordPress site. But the thing, the most important thing is blog because one thing that you guys have, have heard me talk about is that there's no gatekeepers anymore. You guys are the Keens and Queens of local content, especially hyper local content, right? And so even though we're talking about top tips for first time home buyers, um, it, it doesn't have to be that. Like you could do a list of, of burger joints, uh, a list of steakhouses. You could do a list of parks. You could do a list of anything, list of, of top 10 Instagram, Instagrammers, right? You know, yoga instructors, gyms, you could do so many different lists. And the cool thing again, is you could aggregate this from Yelp and other blogs and other things and just be the aggregator for that. That's why they call this the content aggregator blog post, right? But we are going to use this in, in terms of collaboration. Like I said, in the beginning with agents, with lenders, title reps, whatever, bring as many people as you can bring in a home warranty person to give you some tips, right? So like, Hey, this is why you should get a, a home warranty. First time home buyers. If there is uh, if you want to talk a little bit about credit challenge, cause I know some, some agents and loan officers um, have niches when it comes to um, more, uh, more difficult borrowers, right. You know um, you know, that have different financial situations. 
And so that's where the, like the, the first time, uh, home buyer assistant programs come in or, or grants or DPAs, like have that information. All of this could be in a blog post, right? And it, it has so many different keyword values in there that people are looking for helping with their credit. Uh, and this could just be the pillar piece of that, that you then spoke, use as a spoke to get out to more, you know, to more things. So, um, just remember that lists are key and then having a number in those lists. So people know like, okay, this is going to be the top 15. This is going to be the top 25, whatever it is. It just, just make it good. Just make it good. Make it, make it enjoyable. And, um, you know, one thing that I learned at, uh, the traffic conversion summit is that over 50% of the population prefers to read at a seventh grade level or, or below. So I know that we, we want to put up, you know, what we, you know, perceive as a professional face on our industry, right? And a lot of people have a different take of, of what that actually means. But you want the consumer, again, to be able to consume the information easily. And 50%, and again, the higher percentage of the population you go, the lower the grade level. So people don't want to, you know, the, the percentage is about 3% of people would prefer to read at a college level or above, meaning like the content that they're consuming, right? And so you, if you're trying to get inside your own head and make sure that every word is perfect and phrase and use five words when you could have used two, you're doing it wrong. Use the two words. It's, you don't need to come off like a theology scholar, right? Like just, just talk and type or type how you talk, right? Because that's what people are going to identify with. That's what the mainstream consumer is going to really understand. So think about when you're writing, think about brevity, think about, um, writing, um, something as simple as, uh, you know, seventh grade level, uh, do, uh, um, word scores to see, you know, you know, the words that you're saying, make sure they're easy, understandable. Uh, the one thing that uh, my friend Dustin Brome rails against, and I, and I, I have to tend to agree with him to, except don't tell him that I do <laughs> is that, uh, jargon, right? We love industry jargon in, you know, in, in what we do like BK, right? You know, that's, a lot of people, so that's Burger King, right? But in the mortgage industry, that's bankruptcy, right? So ease up on the jargon, right? Or if you do have the jargon, make sure you have an explainer. Like these are the, you know, these are the things that you're going to hear from a lot of other people, but this is what they actually mean in plain English, right? Be that source. You guys, the reason why I'm so passionate about this, the reason why I wanted to do just a, a quick podcast like this one on the perfect blog, blog post is because it's so simple to do. You don't have to sit down there and plan this for a week or anything like that. This is information that you have. Um, if, you, if you need to find out how you say this, look in your sent items of your email. Right, I'm sure you've talked to a first-time homebuyer or sent emails to someone that's a first-time homebuyer. Take the content from those emails and just massage them a little bit and put them into a, a list format for, uh, for the blog post. I would love for you guys to do this if you haven't done it already. It's easy to do. And I know, I know that writing isn't easy for everybody. In fact, I just had this conversation with, uh, with my friend Josh Pitts um, about this is that he prefers the two video and that's why you have it, right? To then start off with the video, 
right? Start off with the video, put it on YouTube and then, and then just write off of that video, right? Get it, you know, put it up to rev, get it transcribed and then take that and just break it apart and make it into a list. Again, if you collaborate, you know, again, if you collaborate with your, your partner in this industry, whether it be an agent or a loan officer, whoever you're partnering with, have them help out too, right? Like get that content from them. Maybe they're a better writer when it comes to just being able to uh, be concise and to the point when it comes to, um, you know, uh, helping out a, uh, help, helping out a consumer understand something that could be complex. So again, write at a seventh grade level, don't make it too difficult. And then lastly, what I want to talk about is that, look, we, we work in a complicated industry. And what I mean by that is that we're dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? We're dealing with a lot of different, you know, moving parts, uh, you know, with, with bank accounts and money and tax returns and all these different things. It's, it, it's finance, right? So like it, it's complicated. It is not easy to do what we do, but you don't have to make your answers, answers complicated. Consumers want easy answers. Even when their question is complicated, they want easy answers. So don't overcomplicate it. If you could say yes or no, then say yes or no. And then add detail later for them to make the decision on if they want to go in greater detail or not. Now, obviously, you, 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 you gotta be, there's got to be some common sense and logic to it. Can, hey, can I, can I get a house with a 600 credit score? You say yes. And now again, you got to be careful. You don't just say yes. Like, of course you're approved, right? Like just say, yes, you can. This is how then you expand, right? Like, so answer their question. The last thing you want to do is like, well, it depends because you have this to consider this to consider this consider. You could say, yes, you can. You can get a house with a 600 credit score. This is what you need to know about that process and then go into more detail, right? And so the cool thing is that all of this stuff could be in that and those tips for, for home buyers, except you're linking to other blog posts. So maybe you have one blog post about, hey, if your credit score is from 600 to 650, these are the considerations you need to know about getting a house for the first time, right? And then you could link that blog to that other blog. There's so many different ways that you could go that. And you guys check out Google, right? Like um, uh, one of the articles that I found when I was researching, um, um, creating the perfect blog, uh, blog post for this podcast um, was NerdWallet, right? So that's, that's one place you could go. There's, there's um, a, a lot of different stuff, you know, look at, uh, you know, there's uh, um, sites like HomeBunch, there's Keeping Current Matters, um, there's money control. There's a lot of different places out there where you could find content. So use Google, use, um, use the free search at buzzsumo.com to look at these things and see what pops up. Um, the best thing is that when you're doing collaboration or if you're looking for what you think might be popular, uh, you know, I just mentioned, uh, buzzsumo.com, they have, um, a content analyzer that you could use for free and it gives you, I want to say it gives you like 10, 15 results for free. But the cool thing is that it'll show you how many Facebook engagements that piece of content got. You could say, okay, well, let's see, uh, let me find, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, tips for first time home buyers and let me see what the engagement. And it's like, oh wow, look, that's got, you know, that's got over 4,000, uh, Twitter shares. That's got over 10,000 Facebook engagements. That's got over, um, uh, uh 5.3 thousand total engagements. It's got uh, 99 Pinterest shares, right? So you could actually look at these things and see how popular of an article it is. Now it's great for when you're aggregating content and it's great when you're trying to decide on the topic to talk about. 
right? So um, let's recap this. And again, I didn't want to make this a huge episode because blogging, you could really get, you know, um, you know, into the weeds, but I just wanted to go over because it's real, because again, you don't have to make this super complicated. Remember content will be only as complicated as you make it. So let's go over, let's go over the tips for making a perfect blog post. One is use best or top in the headline. Okay. Use best or top in the headline. In this example, we said the top 10 tips for first time home buyers. Use an infographic if you can, right? So brackets, infographic, and then throw that into the blog post, right? So that will help with the headline or brackets and video. Use that in the headline. Think about using avoid um, um, and mistakes within those lists, right? Think about using the term like, you know, top, top five things to avoid or top, uh, top mistakes to avoid for first time home buyers. Put that in that same post because that doubles your SEO value when you do that. So uh, again, best and top in the headline, use a video or infographic if you can. Okay. Use uh, within that article that you're, that blog post article, write about mistakes they can avoid and use that word mistake. Use that word avoid. Use a table of contents in the very beginning of the article that increases time on page. So do a, a table of contents to what, you know, they could jump to if they want to. And that's a great thing also because if all they care about is like down payment assistance or whatever, have that as a table of contents so they could jump right to that piece in the blog post, right? So do that. Um, write like a seventh grader. Yeah, write like a seventh grader. Don't worry about being a college professor as you articulate your points and your data and your facts. Just write like a seventh grader. The 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 if, seventh grade is the sweet spot, right? Now you could go a little bit lower, but seventh grade is a sweet uh, is a sweet spot, fifty percent or higher. So use that. Um, do video, right? Double up on the um, on um, the SEO value of, of of YouTube and Google by putting a video into your blog of you talking about this article for people that don't want to read and they just want to, uh, you know, watch a video of you doing that. Then that way you get the double traffic from YouTube and from Google by doing that. So that's great. And it's great for SEO value to find that video when people search for it as well. So you get double the traffic. Um, and then if you want to rip the audio out of it and, and download that, all right, you know, uh, or uh, put that as a, a link in your blog to download. Uh, and lastly, you don't have to break the bank on a website to blog on, right? Use Wix, use Squarespace, WordPress, WordPress is always best, but understand there's a ton of administrative overhead that goes into that uh, when you do have, uh, when you do have a WordPress blog post, but there's, uh, you know, a lot of place out there um, that you can use. I use SiteGround. So again, that's SiteGround. I use that for my WordPress hosting. We have a lot of themes and, and very good support that you could use for that. Um, uh, for your blog, right? So, uh, last thing I want to uh, leave you guys with is uh, I mentioned the industry syndicate. Um, check out what what we're doing. Check out our blog, right? Steal, right? Steal from other people, right? Now, don't plagiarize. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of joking when I say steal, but look at the way that people are structuring other, you know, other blogs, seeing how they're structuring it, and just copy that. There, it, there isn't a secret recipe that only someone owns a proprietary way of doing blog posts. What I'm telling you is what a lot of big brands do to do blog posts, to get consumers on it. People are all copying in it. So see where uh, popular blogs are and just copy that format, right? Like I said, use buzzsumo.com. Use that, copy their format, uh, you know, see what articles are trending, see where they're getting the most shares and engagement. And that in time on page kind of comes hand in hand with that. 
and just copy that format, right? There, again, there isn't some proprietary recipe that only they could use. It's always done through best practices and learn from these other big brands and what they're doing. You will not be disappointed. And again, going back to the syndicate, check it out at industrysyndicate.com. Check out what they're doing and, and, uh, um, and, and, or, you know, check out what the, uh, the other show hosts are doing and, and what they're talking about. They have some websites, they have blogs on their websites. So they're doing the same tips and techniques for that. So I didn't want to make this a very long episode. I wanted to do this to be very precise uh, and very specific about creating that perfect blog post. These are things that we do in the agent marketer. If you want to check out the elite coaching, you go to agentmarketer.com and check out um, our programs and, and courses that we have that help loan officers and real estate agents every day with uh, creating a better marketing platform. I'd love to have you guys check it out and give a group. If you guys need anything or have any questions, I would love to do um, one of my next podcasts here on questions from my audience. Um, the last few episodes, we you know we had over 2,000 downloads within three weeks. Uh, so I want to thank all of you that for all the people that have shared, that have subscribed, that have reviewed, that have sent me emails. Uh, I, I appreciate it so much. Uh, really do. If you guys want to check out our newsletter, it's called What the Marketing, and you can subscribe to that by going to agentmarketerpodcast.com and signing up for the newsletter. Uh, I send it out every week. Uh, I missed, uh, just because I've been sick, missed a, missed a few uh, here and there, but I'm really trying to hone in on sending a, a quality newsletter about marketing with information and data and getting great feedback on that. Um, so you can subscribe to that at agentmarketerpodcast.com. I want to thank you guys for joining me here on episode 31 of the Wise Agents Agent Marketer Podcast. Again, this is Jason Frazier, and I hope you guys have an awesome day. 